Good, friendo. How we doing? Pretty good. Just trying to start up the podcast like I normally do, but I was waiting for my brother's girlfriend to leave, so I'm about to just blast it like this, rip the recording, and get it going. Nice flowers in the background. Good, get it. good boutique today. Love it. Oh, yeah. Usually the background's a little blurred. Yeah, I got two little things there. Looks great, dude. Normally we got a nice piece, but now today we got some flowers. Love it. Peace and the flowers. Love it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let's get uh, it. Looking forward to talking on the sports for sure. Um, been fired up on trying to get back into touching on some of the NBA playoffs and no NBA last night. Uh, obviously, we'll touch on that. I just wanted to uh, ask you a question, dude. I've been asking everybody this that I've known. Um, have you, Do you know anything about Fiverr? Have you ever heard of Fiverr? Um, Fiverr Optics? Like Fiverr. It's called Fiverr. It's just like an app, I guess. I don't know. It's like a freelance service. I've been seeing like some... Uh, I've been seeing Israeli, uh, some commercials on... Israeli online marketplace for freelance services. Allow listing and applying to small one-off jobs. Oh, yeah. Like, Indeed has a section of Indeed that does that. That's, I hadn't heard of that, but that's interesting. So you so that's something that you think's legit? I I think the company's <clears throat> legit. Yeah, they're traded on the New York Stock Exchange, so they're definitely a legit company. Yeah, I've seen that because my payments that I sent went to New York, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely a legit company. What do you... What are you doing? I don't know anything about it other than that one sentence description I just read. What are you All right, doing so that? in a quick seggy topic of the day, um, before I start on the sports, um, it's a tough week for me, dude. Mother's Day is always like a tough week for me. Every week at this point is tough for me, but always a tougher week. And you know me, I'm always kind of down about all these certain things. The sports keep me up. The mm-hmm. passion of the sports keep me up. The How good the NBA playoffs, NFL draft, you got NHL playoffs, you got the Mets scoring seven runs in the ninth inning. I mean, sports are fantastic, bro. They can keep you up I when did. you're feeling really down. Win. That was wild. Absolutely incredible. Um, you know, I was da- I was feeling down about the podcast. Not, not with how it's going because – of like how much you'll come through and join me because I feel like I can't even do it by myself. And I know me, Chu, and Dukes, and all of us, we don't really link up like we used to and all the other people I try and get around. I just haven't had as much time, bro. I got to work, bro, with how expensive everything is and gas and fucking everything all fucking crazy right now. Like, I got to work, dog. I can't just be doing this uh, for the no monetary actual money I'm getting from it. Like, this is just a hobby, bro. I'm doing this shit for fun. But it got to a point where I'm like, bro, I want... I don't know if my shit's good or not, but I want to know if I can get my shit to other people to find out. Like, I would, I just want to know, because I only know so many people, dog. Like, I got a, my friend, my best friend from first ever friend, Ken Duffy, comes down to do some indoor golfing last night. Hadn't seen him in about a year or two. Hadn't seen him before that since high school. Fucking kid looks exactly the same. Fucking great. Great to see him. You know, we're just, yeah, I'm giving him a lesson, just talking some golf, fucking whatever, catching up. Uh, you know, I only know so many people, dog, like even him, like he asked me about everybody I see that asked me about my podcast. I'm like, yeah, dude, I only, I only know such a small circle. It's like, how am I going to reach anybody to listen to my podcast when I only know so many people? And after a while, like even those people, like I can understand the people that support me 
obviously know me, but like even that, there how many people that I know are actually gonna support and listen to my pod? It's not many, bro. And it's just like damn. Like it's not that it's not that I was more mad about that. I'm more mad at the fact that I just want more people to somehow listen to my shit. So I met this person also at Essex Indoor Golf Center. Like I have a lot of people that I have to give shout outs for, including yourself, bro. Like I've given you your shout outs. I hit you up. I thank you all the time. I'm I'm pretty sure you know that I'm appreciative that you come through and talk some sports. For sure. But I've met plenty of people along the way, bro, that have kind of helped me, bro. People that have bought me some of this equipment. And this guy that I met, he told me about Fiverr. And I when yeah. he's telling me about it, I'm like, I'm like, bro, I don't even I don't even believe in half the shit he's telling me. I'm I'm listening to this shit. I'm like, dude, half of this shit is a scam. Right? I started looking into it. I'm checking it out. I'm like, all right, dude. It was it was kind of against a lot of the shit that I originally have said to you before, which is I don't want to pay to have people like following or checking out my shit. But realistically, everything is about money. Like if if I'm trying to reach people that I don't know how I'm going to be able to reach them without paying, then I guess I have to take a shot and see if I can reach them by paying. So I checked out the app, whatever. I did a couple things where I tried to gain I tried to gain more Twitch followers so people will come through and check out more of the stream, right? Bro, I, you need to go check this out if you don't believe me. But this is literally incredible. If this, if the one thing I got out of this twenty five dollars, thirty dollars with the, with the uh, fees, with to get more Twitch followers, bro, I went. I had seventeen followers. I had seventeen followers on my Twitch before I started f- using Fiverr. Literally this past week, I have two hundred and twenty four followers. Our last podcast that we did on my Twitch has o- nearly a hundred views. 92 views bro i i never get more than like four or five views because it's all the people that really care about me that know me that check it out or whatever and whatever sometimes i get more and i get some other listens because i have it on a bunch of other platforms it's tough to kind of keep up how many views i'm actually getting specific thing which i don't really give a fuck about i just want to i just want more people to listen to my shit us talking sports and and find out if people keep listening or watching it or if not and it just it would just help me out to know. I just want to know because I, I do like doing this so much to a point where I'm like, bro, it, what am I even doing with this anymore? I reached all these goals yeah. I originally have. I feel like I I still have more goals to reach. I didn't know how to reach them. This was an opportunity, I felt like, to reach some of these goals. I don't know. People take it with a different grain of salt, but I'm just like looking out how everything is, bro. I'm like, dude, there, there has to be a way I can see if other people want to listen to see what we're doing. And so I took a shot with it, man. Some of the shit I did is somewhat sketchy, you know, looking back and now waiting to kind of have them finish up. Cause it's like, the, I don't know. It's like these little like contracts. It's like online. It's like hard to explain, but I mean, hey. I'm looking at stuff about it right now. It's a completely legitimate business. Oh yeah. No, I'm not doubting that. It's more, it's more, you know, to put you on the spot, really, like, I'm trying to get it where more people are checking our shit out. So, at this point, I'm just yeah. trying to find out if anything's good or not. Because, honestly, the way we've been talking about these NBA playoffs and the way they've been kind of playing out, it's been great. It's been absolutely fantastic to me. I know I haven't been potting as much, and I know I have all these things that I want to come here and talk about. And all yeah. these kind of things going on as well. And stuff to kind of do that without somebody here for me now. Um, you know, I'll try and do it a little bit more, but it's also, like... I'm never really alone anymore. I'm like always here. My brother's here. My brother's girlfriend's here. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, I feel like it's tougher for me to pot, but when I get to do it, it's, it's so much fun to me still, bro. And I just want, even though it's always been good and I always appreciate everything, all this work and all these 
things you guys have done. No, these are people. I'm like, bro, I need to f- try and find a way to keep going with it. Otherwise, I'm just like kind of stalemated out where it's just like bringing me down just with everything else in my life that just brings me down. Like, you know, my podcast was bringing me up. And, you know, I know it kind of sounds crazy. And I don't know how many people are going to view this podcast. And I don't know what the fuck's good because it's just like weird to me now to consider like I had 92 views, like whatever. It's like, holy shit, that's the most I ever had. Yeah, I had to pay for it. But it's like, I don't know, it's just weird to me, bro. I, I always say this, and everything's kind of, like, crazy right now. And I just talk to my girlfriend about shit like this, too, where it's, like, wild to me. Like, how everything is, how meeting people are, like, the COVID, all this shit that we've talked about here on the podcast, bro. Sports included. Um, It's just, it is just kind of wild to me, bro. And I just have so much appreciation for it. I just want to know if it's good at all. I just want to know if anyone else wants to check it out. And so... Yeah. And we'll, I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, have to talk, we'll have to talk about it a little off here too, because there's always things we could do to like adjust it a little bit. Like my, truthfully, I've always like, I think I'm more than prepared on any subject, but it's not something where I ever feel like I have to like do research to come into here because I watch the games. Like I follow everything that's going on. It's not something where I'm like, oh shit, what happened to this? Like something like the NFL draft or something like that. Like yeah, I'll probably have to panic, look at some stuff before we talk about it, but anything like basketball football related it's like nah i've watched all this there's no there's no like oh i gotta come up with something to say here it's like i i have a opinion oh, on this oh I've been certainly this if you're day. watching it it helps for sure um it does amaze me how much work and content and notes and all that kind of goes into this behind the scenes that no one really knows about that i do um you know that's what i'm basically saying bro is i do all this work i do all these work on these posts it takes me a while to do this i you know i just I enjoy doing it. It's just I'm trying to get more out of it, and I don't know. I just keep trying and trying, bro. Like I'm not gonna give up, um, even though I've thought about it so many times with the podcast and so many things in my life. Like that's just not how how I am. Like I'm just not trying to do that. Really, I'm just gonna keep it going for as long as I can. Really, and that's just the plan. Um, I don't know. It's been good though. Things have just been crazy for me. It's been a wild, different time for me, bro. Like just in general since all these things that have happened in this bad week for me. And it's like, oh, the past six months of my life where I like switch jobs. And I see all these statistics on people, you know, quitting their jobs, one in five people, um, all these people changing jobs and, and it's just all this shit kind of going on with the inflation and the, and the uncertainty and the stocks. It's like all these different things. It's like fucking, it's just literally crazy to me, bro. It's, it'd be stupid to say it's not impacting the sports either because, I don't know, it has to be in a way with all this crazy stuff going on. Uh, it's it's the only thing that I think that is wild is there's so much sports going on, bro. Like so much sports going on that it's also extremely tough to keep up with where I'm just watching the NBA playoffs basically every night, all the games. And like last night, no NBA games. So I was watching some of the NHL playoffs, which... You know, you ain't going to catch me watching baseball. I saw some of the you know, highlights on it and Chewy going absolutely apeshit on the on the Mets game. But, dude, there's baseball every freaking day. There's baseball literally every day. You can watch baseball every day. There's so many games on of baseball. So much baseball. I don't bet on baseball. I literally only bet on the NBA and NFL. Like, I bet on things that I watch and I actually like. Like, I'm not betting on baseball. Like, I might throw a future in on the NHL playoffs, but I ain't betting on the NHL games either. Like, I'll watch those before I'll watch baseball. Just crazy, bro. You got Uf USFL. I don't know if you've been watching any of that. Uh, golf right now. Golf's getting a lot of 
a lot of attention uh, because of the Saudi League and Phil, and I don't know if you're even following any of that or anything. Golf, obviously golf majors that have been going on too uh, with the Masters just going by, and then obviously some more tournaments that are always good throughout the summer. Kentucky Derby, I believe, is tomorrow. I mean, it's just it's just endless, bro, when it was just like not nothing. I remember that time when we were potting, there was literally just nothing going on too. Just literally absolutely nothing, no sports. Just yeah, actually, uh, actually crazy to me because my, my brother and his girlfriend had COVID, right? And I, and I wasn't like walking around wearing a mask or nothing. I wasn't getting close to him, but I live in the da- same damn house. I know plenty of people have gone through this shit. I, I don't think I got COVID, right? It's just like, you can get COVID anytime now because it's popping up, rising up. And pe- you got Fauci saying we're out of pandemic phase of cases. It's like, everybody just has their own thing on that too. So it's like, all right, you can either continue on or not it's just i don't know it's just kind of crazy to me the whole fucking thing it's just got me all out of whack and then the fact that this many things are happening in sports now just at a normal pace everything kind of normal full stadiums yeah watch the nfl draft the fucking amount of people at the nfl draft bro it's i don't know it's just mind-blowing you still have some people that are saying stuff about it you got other people that are just acting whatever and it's also funny to me how much we were talking about like everything that was going on when trump was in the office and now what the fuck well, everyone's not saying anything about what's going on now or vice versa and there's still that battle and it's it's just all a bunch of division like duke said in the original thing to me bro just everyone's just so divided now and it's just fucking crazy to me i don't know i'm just at a point where i'm like so fucking mind blown mind blown and by the way yeah by the way i'll switch right out of that rant which is just all fucked up, right? And I'll switch right into how mind-blown I am that Dylan Brooks got suspended in Game 3. Now, I think it's funny because we talked about the Draymond Green flagrant, right? We come on here, we talked about it. Uh, I was bitching about his emergency podcast, which apparently he didn't get fined for. He only got fined for flicking off the Grizzly fans, which was in Game 2, I guess, when he was going out with getting hit in the face. Um, Didn't get fined for his Antonio Brown exit. Um, That I don't know, the NBA, I guess, has no problem with, apparently. Uh, but they're telling, the NBA is saying, and it's, I think, based on this Grayson Allen uh, principle that we talked about during the season, obviously, with the Caruso incident. But this is what this is what actually makes me sick, bro. I'm actually, I heard Skip Bayless, I know, this is not a Skip take, but I'm literally, I'm literally sick. I feel the same way Skip does, because to me, I, I get that Dylan Brooks play was was a dirty play, but that to me is more of a basketball play than than what Draymond Green did. No, listen, because no, seriously, because if he blocks that, I know he wasn't anywhere close to blocking it, but that is the type of play we like to see as NBA fans. That chase down block, that come from behind block, that if you can't get it, you're gonna potentially hit the player and be a foul block. We've seen that plenty of times. Bro, I've played basketball enough. In my life, before I blew up my knee, to a point where that's happened to me. Bro, I used to steal balls. I got hurt based on the same play like Dylan Brooks. No, seriously. So all I'm trying to say, all I'm trying to say is that happens since you're in fucking, basically out of high, out of middle school, high school, all the way up in basketball. You play any type of basketball, that type of play happens in basketball. That Dylan Brooks, that Gary Payton play. The only reason he's suspended is because... Uh, Gary Payton the second 
fractures his elbow. Which, by the way, Gary Payton Sr. said if my son was dunking on me like that, I'd be I'd be trying to not give up layups and hard uh wide open layups and dunks in the NBA playoffs. By the way, too, where you're trying to win and you're trying to not give up wide open dunks and layups, like you're trying to make them make a free throw. That's part of basketball to me, Rich. So I get that that was I get that he didn't come anywhere close to the block, and that's a dirty hit. And you should have been, he was ejected two minutes in the game. He, he's now suspended, in my opinion, two games. Because now the NBA is coming off this Twitter reaction and coming off of like Draymond Green emergency podcast to suspend Dylan Brooks in a, in a big semifinals playoff series over a, over a basketball play we've seen millions of times. Watch, watch NBA games all year like I have. I've seen that same play right there millions of times. It didn't, if the only reason that we're reacting and anybody's reacting the way we are is because the dude got hurt. The dude got hurt and is knocked out for probably the rest of the playoffs. That is, that, I feel extremely, I am sad that that happened. I am not saying that I think Dylan Brooks intended to do that. Doesn't even matter though, because the dude got knocked out. But all I'm trying to say is that play right there, I've seen so many times in basketball, whereas that Draymond Green play, I've never seen that before in basketball. I've never seen a dude rake a dude across the face and then grab his jersey and pull him to the ground. And everyone tries to say, like I was very mad here on the podcast last time, that he tried to hold him up. Dude, it doesn't matter. That's like getting your hand stuck in the cookie jar when you're not supposed to be in the cookie jar that night. You messed up. And then you try and just act like it didn't happen. No, it did happen. So all I'm trying to say is if the NBA is trying to give Dylan Brooks a suspension another game when he already sat out a game, you need to suspend Draymond Green another game for a flagrant two then. Or you need to come up with another system, which I was listening to today. Come up with a flagrant three. Come up literally like an NHL, where if you miss, uh, you you come out in the in like in the college football, the targeting rule. If you get it in the first half, you have to miss the the first half of the other game. You you shouldn't be suspended an entire other game off of off of a play that you already literally held out of an entire game for because of the reaction of some people and because some dude got hurt. Basically, Steve, it, that's just stupid as fuck to me, dude. And yeah, you know I'm rooting for the Grizzlies, but you can't even act like this doesn't impact the series. We've seen it before with Draymond Green. And obviously Draymond Green's getting a ton of reaction with the two flagrant point fouls already and the potential of him to do this shit going forward because that's just how Draymond Green is. Dylan Brooks is a competitive player. He's not a dirty player, though. I did not think that that was a dirty play in terms of him coming in to try and and do, do a dirty play. It just wound up being dirty. Like, he's not... I don't think Dylan Brooks is running down the floor like, bro, I'm about to take this dude out and break his elbow. No, bro. He's trying to stop it. What do you mean it doesn't matter? What do you mean it does not matter, bro? And you... How? How does that not matter? And tell me how it doesn't affect this game tomorrow night. No one has ever thought that someone was running down the court and be like, I'm going to hit him and break his elbow. So, like, no shit. No one... Like, yeah, no one thinks he was going down and was like, I'm going to get him out for the series. Like, that would be absurd. If that was your intent, you'd have to, like, annihilate him. Like, absolutely take the guy out to, like, four times worse than he did. The fact of the matter was, in order to block the ball, he was having to go through his head every single time. That's that's past where the ball was. You weren't you weren't getting to the ball without hitting his head unless you were like LeBroning it and way over the top of him, which he was never getting there. So the swing he did, a hard swing, was hitting his head. No, 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 hold on. It was hitting his head every single time. There's no way around it. There's not like, oh, if he blocked it, like, yeah, if he didn't have a head, he might have been able to block it because he wouldn't have hit his head then. It's like he came in. I don't even have an opinion on the suspension, really. Whatever. I figured he'd get suspended per game. 
because of probably how it went, because of him getting hurt, because of Gary Payton now being out for the year. I'm not even saying that's the right thing. I kind of figured that would be the case, but I don't really have an opinion on it. It was a it was a dirty play. There's no I don't care. It doesn't matter if he's a dirty player or not. It was a dirty play. There's no way to like say like oh he's a dirty player or whatever. But it was a dirty play. I don't think there's any way to really compare it. I mean, they're not going to compare it to the Draymond Green thing. I think if it were me and I was making the decision, I probably wouldn't have suspended him since Draymond Green didn't get suspended for a game. And I would have been like, all right, two dirty plays. It definitely, they're judging it off for better or worse or for right or for wrong. They're judging it off the injury for sure. If Brandon Clark had gotten injured, it probably would have been different for Draymond. I'm not saying that's the right thing. I'm just saying I think that's how they judged it. I probably wouldn't have suspended him for a game, but I think it was absolutely a dirty play. I don't think there's any arguing it wasn't. Like you can't, you can't make that block unless you hit his head, or you can jump four times higher than Dylan Brooke can jump, and you can get around that, which he can't. That was never happening. So it's like he was hitting his head every single time on that play. I mean, it didn't matter in the game that he got ejected because Ja had 47, and they somehow won the game. He he, Ja was incredible down the stretch. I think he scored the last 15 points for the Grizzlies. They end up pulling out that win. Steph Curry's cold in the fourth. Klay Thompson's cold in the fourth. We talked about it on here. If they're going to rely on Jordan Poole to be their best player, which is what I've seen, and what I've seen thus far through two games is that Ja Moran is the best player in this series. I still believe in the Grizzlies, even when Dylan Brooks out game three, which I think is a huge disadvantage for the Grizzlies. Huge disadvantage. I see Steven Adams come back from COVID protocols. You told me he wasn't going to play in this series. He's going to play in this game. He's going to play in this game three. He's going to have to do a little something different. They're going to have to be a little bit bigger. And I think with the way Ja is playing... And if Desmond Bain, even though he hasn't been looking right, something's been up with his back, dude, he's been looking not right, so that's also concerning for me. Ja has just been something special, dog. Ja has been something special. And I know I talked about Luka being special enough where he could potentially win this series up against the Suns. I mean, he's giving it all he's got. At Luka averaging 40, 13, and 5 through these first two games. But they're getting blown out by 20. Like, the Grizzlies are at least in these games. Should have won the first game if Ja just dumped it down like I told you. And Ja taking over in the fourth quarter, won the second game. You got a game tomorrow night, game three, obviously without Dylan Brooks, but how are you feeling about your Warriors pick the rest of this series? I still feel pretty good. I think last time we were on here, I said uh, Warriors in five, probably. I said I didn't think there was any way that the Grizz were getting more than two games. Probably we're getting one. I'd lean more towards the six now. If like, It's just incredible what Ja's doing, honestly. And, and what what's the most incredible part is they know what he's doing every single time. Like they are sagging off of him and throwing a double at him when he drives and daring him to shoot. And like he's he's shooting okay, probably better than expected. Um, yeah. But it doesn't even matter. At the end of the game, when it's crunch time, he's driving into double teams and just beating them every single time. And it's not even a matter of like he's a quote unquote righty, but it's not even a matter of like oh he's just so it's so. It, it is unpredictable because he's so quick and athletic, but he's going left every single time. Every time. If you go back and watch the highlights, every one of his layups is to the left. And it's not a knock. It's just like, I know he's quick and agile and probably one of the hardest, probably the hardest guy to stay in front of in the league right now. But like, if he's going left every time and we know he's driving, like as one of the better defensive teams in the Warriors, like can we not do something to stop him right here? But it's incredible. It's incredible. He's like, got not, the best floater in the game. To take away from him. Like it's, those that last end of the game was 
there's only a few moments, and I'm missing some stuff, but there's only a few moments that, like, I vividly remember, like, in the playoffs of guys just going, like, nuclear. Like, one of them was, like, LeBron yeah. James when he scored, like, every point on the Pistons for a quarter when he was on the Cavs early in his um, career. There were a few Clay Thompson ones, but, like, that that's one that I'll remember for a while because it was doesn't matter who's on the court. You guys ISO'd, or you guys space out to the side. I'm driving into two people. The one where he broke Jordan Poole and finished over Draymond was incredible it was yeah. that was a great game look like i'm i picked the warriors the only reason i maybe even slightly root for the warriors is because i think they'll put a better fight against the suns in the next round probably but i mean i won't be mad at all if the grizzlies win like i think they're the more jaws like probably the most fun player in the league to watch jaws right fucking incredible dude he's incredible he's yeah. got the best floater in the game he has a better jump shot and he yeah. plays like russell westbrook um it's just incredible dude. he plays so hard dog he he's got vision he he's one of the best rebounding guards in this league in my opinion and now he's putting up 40 plus That's point good. games bro He's putting up 40-plus point games in the playoffs. And this is the thing. I've been on John Morant since he come out of the draft. You know we talked about him plenty of times. But he was doing this last year in the postseason. He took out the Warriors and had a 35-point game on the road. So don't be surprised for him dropping 40-point games on the road in these Golden State games, bro. The Grizzlies are for real because of John Morant. He's superstar in this league. Superstar in this league. Um, You know who's not a superstar anymore is James Harden. And... I knew that when we came back in here, after how you told me it was going to go and after how I knew it was going to go, I just need to say, by the way, that I threw a $50 bet on a super boost on the FanDuel for James Harden, Jimmy Butler, and Tyrese Maxey to get 20-plus points uh, in game two. And James Harden got 20, I think, on the nose. I saw him hit two free throws. Somebody told me he might have got 22, but the other guys are right around there. That was a huge... That was a huge bet, but I, I'll tell you, I was watching him with 18 points in the fourth quarter. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to get it. I, I feel so damn bad for coming in and talking about James Harden the way I honestly feel about James Harden because now everyone's doing it. Now everyone's like, oh, man, what the hell is going on with James Harden? Like, oh, what's up with his contract? Oh, let me just say, let me just say, I've heard a few things on this, and this is where I'll give this man some credit, and you've been in here before telling me this even when we first started out podcasting how durable this man is this played is this man has played more games than like larry bird uh magic johnson there's a few guys on this list more regular season games than than those players uh because james harden for about five years in a row played like all 80 all 82 games was very consistent it was one of the best regular season players we've seen uh when we were watching the nba for the past at least two decades uh just a good young uh, player when he was scoring the ball and doing all that but I've always had knocks on James Harden for other reasons and now everything's coming out crazy because this dude can't this dude can't score the ball anymore <coughs> this dude is just a straight up other guy on the court and I just I just can't believe that it got to that obviously with James uh Joel Embiid missing the first two is gonna be tough for the Sixers anyways but I'm I just cannot believe that that this is where we got and I and the only reason that this last podcast I had brought this up, bro, is I just I just hear this a lot now with how things are going with this offseason for the Lakers and some of these rumors and obviously Russ being brought up in those rumors and what's gonna happen with Russ, I'm not so sure. But I told you at the trade deadline I didn't I did not think the Lakers would trade him. I do not think the Lakers will be able to trade him this offseason. I told you if this man's not in the Lakers, I think he's done in the NBA. So the way I'm looking at James Harden now is 
If you're not on the Sixers, where are you at, dog? Where is James Harden at if you're not on the Sixers? Some teams just picking him up. Some teams just picking him up to join the squad. Like what? He's going back to the Nets to form the big three? No, seriously. I'm not doing – I just – I refuse to – Hold on, hold on, hold on. All I'm asking, bro, is for people to take this same energy. Because you included, you included, who are very high on James Harden. I feel like you are giving this man a fucking pass now, and I just do not appreciate it. Not doing a debate on this. I'll respond one time, and we're not doing a debate on this thing. They're different scenarios. Both two players can be superstars and MVPs and fall off and still not be at the same place. I don't even think Russell Westbrook's out of the league. Like, he's he could end up not playing next year if he hops into that contract and the Lakers find like a buy not buyout but like a dump him off to someone for like a pick, get rid of the contract thing. Hold on, that he could end up not playing. I don't think his time in the league is done. Everyone has a price. His price right now is too high. We always associate players with their contract and go like, oh my god, this guy's overrated. This guy's terrible. Because of their contract, they are, in some scenarios, overrated and not worth that money. When it comes to James Harden, I think it would be a mistake to max him out. I don't think it would be a mistake to give him a pretty substantial deal, and I think anyone around the NBA would agree with that, because like he's nowhere near... We're judging him to the James Harden standard. Like, However down you were on James Harden, James Harden was, without a doubt, a top-five player in the league for multiple years. Won an MVP, was in the MVP race a lot. Led the league in scoring multiple years. He was a top five player for multiple years. Um, he's not that. He's not even close to that. So we're looking at that going, you're supposed to be this, which is fair for any Sixers fan, anyone to say, like, we expected you to be this. Fine. Totally fair. And you're not that. But going forward, what he is right now is one of the best playmakers in the league. Bro. A capable hold on. A capable you can't you can't deny that. He's without a doubt, anyone that has been watching the Sixers game for a few months that watched the Nets last year. He's one of the top playmakers in the league. He's not Chris Paul. He's getting not LeBron James or something like that with vision. But you're only naming three or four more guys until you're getting to James Harden, if that. He's one of the top ten playmakers in the league, without a doubt. That probably isn't going away. His shooting hasn't been where you want it to be. His quickness driving into the hole and like getting to the free throw line hasn't been what you want it to be. But it's still above average for most players. He's getting to the line about eight times a game this year. Less than you want is three point shootings down a little bit. That's by no means someone who like doesn't have a place in the league. The majority of teams would take that guy on paper on their team. The problem is when you add the name James Harden onto it, some issues that have come along with it, you're right. It does make it a little bit more of like, do we want to put ourselves through this? My only point is whether it's Russell Westbrook, James Harden, everyone has a price. There are many teams around the league where they would take a shot at Russell Westbrook for a small deal because there's no risk. If it goes terribly, okay, like, I guess you're not going to play anymore. We gave you a tiny deal. There are. Almost any team around the league would give James Harden a deal. James Harden's not going to accept a deal less than $20 million probably, but any team around the league would give James Harden a deal because he would make your team better at a certain price. There are other prices where these guys are absolute detriments to your team. A maxed out James Harden going you know what, dude? will you know, be a detriment to the team he's on. You know, it, yeah, it's... I agree with a lot of the stuff you're saying, but where I come with a lot of this is how I've been feeling about a lot of this when I've been talking about on the pod going back year a year or two now, which is, bro, these dudes aren't going to be around forever. And I know we talked about it on last pod, like Chris Paul and LeBron are like maybe the exceptions to the rule. 
I mean, there's still some question marks around with what LeBron James can do going forward. And Chris Paul has just been unfucking believable. I don't know what has gotten into Chris Paul recently, but he, since he's been on the Suns, he has been a clutch player. He's been clutch for other teams, but not as clutch in the postseason. And him getting hurt obviously has impacted that. But Chris Paul has been absolutely incredible at his age. Bro, Kevin Durant's about to be 34. Uh, James Harden is, what is he, 30, what is he, 31, I think, right now? Russ, I think, is 32. Like, these players, dude, that there's just this new wave. There's a new wave of players, dog. Like, I, I hear all these dudes talking about NBA, uh, you know, uh, club superstar and who are their superstar in the leagues. Like, bro. Those dudes aren't superstars in the leagues anymore. We're trying to hold them to be superstars in the leagues. Like, it's not crazy. It is not crazy uh, to say, in my opinion, that Anthony Edwards is a better shooting guard right now in this league than James Harden. Like, I don't think that's crazy to say. I honestly don't. Uh, You know, him coming off that playoff performance... And, and the only reason I'm saying this stuff, Rich, is because yeah. there's new wave of young talent. Not that James Harden can't still fa- facilitate, but I don't think you're winning a championship with James Harden that can't be the James Harden that was at his prime when he couldn't win a championship. I, I am. So I'm all I'm trying to say. You, I'm with you on everything you just said. We started that off with going like, I don't, you saying, I don't know if Russ and Harden have a place in the league. And now we we finished it with you being exactly where I was. I yes, like but what I'm but what I'm trying to say is what it, what are these guys in the league for that are that old that are trying to that are trying to still play in the league? Chris Paul, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, James Harden to win a championship, dog to win a championship. Yeah. Out of all those players I just named, and you can go name a bunch of more guys that are trying to do that same exact thing, right? Veteran players that oh they could hang it up, but they're trying to come back. They, they think they can give it a run and win a championship. It is to try and win a championship. James Harden, out of all... James Harden is the farthest thing from all those players. The farthest thing, in my opinion, right now. And you're about to get swept by the heat unless Joel B can make it back for game four. Know, I don't even know what we're saying here. Look, look, what? The Sixers would potentially have been a favorite in this series if Joel Embiid was healthy. James Harden has underperformed expectations wildly and is no longer a superstar. I think I think that's all there is to be said there. Like they're not. We'll see what the Sixers. Yeah, back I mean, next year. obviously it's Joel Embiid's team, and it's also crazy to me that he got hurt when they're up like twenty nine points uh, in in yeah. a game six, and he's still in the game with like a minute or two left. Like not really smart, Doc. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's all right. I what I got. 10 minutes left till I got to dip for a meeting. So we're shifting this to something far more interesting than whatever the fuck James Harden is right now. And we can talk about the Suns and the Mavericks tonight. And I'm asking you, I know you picked the Mavs to win the series. Did you watch the end of the last game or did you watch the last game? Yep. Watch ball. Um... Do you think, do you think that the Mavs have a shot after seeing, and I'm not saying they don't, do you think the Mavs have a shot after seeing how hard, that Devin Booker and Chris Ball were targeting Luka. And it's not to say that Luka's even a terrible defender. He's a capable defender. But when you're doing the entire load, the entire load on offense, yeah. you do not have it to stop two of the best offensive players in the league when they're directly coming at you. So for me personally, 
I want the Mavericks to win. I want this to be a great series. I picked it to go seven, and that's not looking right to me at all right now. But do you think they have a chance? Because I don't think I don't see how if they're targeting Luka like that, the Mavs win this game. Not that they don't have a chance. I just I don't see it personally. Yeah. So you know, the game to me to steal is game one when Luka's going off and. No one else can show up to the party. Jason Kidd says that in his interview. Second game, you get Maxi Kleber shows up to the party, which you talked about, and it's like, all right, like Luca's been incredible, obviously doing everything, and obviously that impacts his defense. Um, I think the Suns are just the Suns are just a team that are just so elite because if Chris Paul's playing like that, it's just it, it's just it's just tough, like. I think I thought that the Mavs could win this series because of Luka Doncic and he could be the best player in this series and he I think has been arguably the best player in this series. He's just going up a much superior team. Like his team even though I think I love a lot of the pieces around his, him, I just haven't played well this series. They played better last series even when he wasn't there for two games. So, I don't know. Can they win this game tonight and win it win a game four and make it two two? Absolutely, I think so, with how Luca's been playing. Absolutely. Luca's been incredible. Um, but the entire Sun season has been incredible. Chris Paul has been absolutely incredible these playoffs. And Devin Booker looks healthy to me. And you were asking me about that, and I did not expect him to look that healthy that quick. Um, so either he has the fastest healing hamstrings of all time and James Harden has the slowest, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's good with all, think- any of that. I think the Suns are pretty clearly back to being the favorite. I don't, I haven't looked at like the sportsbook odds, but I know things were shuffled around and Booker went down. I think they're pretty clearly back to being the favorites, at least in my mind. Yeah, I'd right agree now, with that. I think, I think the most interesting series left in the East is the one we haven't talked about yet, which is Bucks sees. Um, Bucks taking mm-hmm. care of the game one that I was at live with Giannis and his triple double, and then the Celtics absolutely pounding the the Celtics. Or the Bucks in game two with, I think they made twenty something threes and the Bucks made three. It was like the second largest discrepancy of threes in a playoff game in the last like two that. decades. I bet on the Bucks a good amount in that game. Absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, they got blown out pretty good. So yeah, it's back yeah. to one one. Uh, Marcus Smart looking like he's playing tonight. Obviously, still no Chris Middleton. Um, you know how I feel about that series as I had the Bucks. And it's winding up like it's going to be like one of the better series, if not the best series in these semifinals um, with how the rest of the series have already shaken off. Obviously, that Grizzlies-Warriors is looking like it could be good too. But I don't know. That Dylan Brooks suspension is huge for me, and I'm pissed about it. It it all comes down to how close. I think those are both going to be really good series. I think it all comes down to how close that games end up being for which one's better because you have series like uh, the – finals in 2016 the lebron block and stuff where like people are like oh one of the best series of all time and it was a great series but every game was pretty bad minus game seven and more blowouts on each side and it's like we haven't seen we saw one good game in the celtics bucks i'd say the warriors and uh grizzly series has had more like the big play shock factor so far so i'll give that the nod for being the better series so far but i do think the bucks and the celtics has the potential to I think it's the more likely one to go seven games to me. Yeah. Um, I picked the Celtics in six, I believe, is what I said on here last time. Um, maybe being a little overzealous, I was accounting for the Chris Middleton injury and then seeing the Bucks win that first game wasn't looking quite as good. But I don't know. It, 
I literally don't even know what to expect. It's we did the classic, not us. I think everyone, the entire media and everyone, the classic overreaction, like heard all these people like, Oh, I don't know how the Celtics are going to win a game after that. And everything. It's like, all right, it's one, it's one game. And then they come out and stomp them the next game without Marcus smart. So like, yeah, no, I did not I expect that. Like, I did not expect that. I thought for sure that either. the bucks would be in that game, not get blown out in that game. And yeah, it's, it's interesting to see Bucks how this is going to go. I still the like East. the Bucks. I still like the Bucks. I had the Bucks coming out of the East the whole year, and I for sure would be picking them if Chris Middleton was healthy. And it goes to show how great the Bucks are that it's not just, oh, the Celtics are for sure winning as most people's picks once um, Chris Middleton goes down. But I'm still going to side with the Celtics. Like, look, they, the Celtics played, even though they lost game one and didn't put out, out a great effort, their, their terrible effort was on the offensive end. They played pretty good defense on the honest the last two games so like if they can keep doing that and like the bucks will adjust teams adjust from game to game in the playoffs we're not just running the same game out there each time but if they can keep i don't want to say shutting Giannis down but at least limiting what he's doing out there it's going to be really tough for drew holiday and the shooters to carry him because grayson allen has, and pat content and have some abnormally hot shooting games and the celtics are going to live and die by that and on the opposite side the bucks let the opposing team shoot more threes than any other team. And the Celtics are not the most talented three-point shooting team. So the whole series is about to come down to three-point shooting. I guess that's a lot of games in today's NBA, but maybe this series more than any other. Yeah. I still th- I still got faith in the Bucs and in Giannis for sure. But that, that was a surprising game too for me. So I'm interested for those games tomorrow a lot more than I'm interested in these games tonight. Even though I'll be pulling for Luka and the Mavs for sure in the late window. Um, I mean, the, the Heat Sixers series is just so unexciting at this point. Like, yeah, it's tough. Not that Lowry being out's a huge deal, but like Lowry's out, Embiid's the sole guy that, like, if you said what one player being out ruins this whole series, like Embiid. So like, it's it, it's not super exciting. I've been like watching half of those games and watching every other game, but I'll like, oh, I'll tune in at halftime of the Sixers game. I don't really give a shit about this. Yeah, injuries have certainly impacted these playoffs. I hope they're done. Suspensions have as well. Um, see how it goes. Uh, no, you got to go. So I just wanted to say real quick, because I have a couple of interesting, funny things. Um, wild stuff going on with name, image, likeness in college sports right now. Um I saw that they're doing another match. We're going to have to watch that BS. I don't know. I'll probably watch it, but you you probably won't. Uh, Brady and Rodgers against Mahomes and Josh Allen. All four um, NFL quarterbacks playing in a golf match is the fucking dumbest thing to me. Like, can we at least get one pro on each team? Like, that's how it was going originally. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. It's just all about Tom Brady probably and his stupid fucking trying to get on social media and shit top selling jury like this dude's a fucking bum but let me just say that i saw phil mickelson uh from 2010 2014 40 million dollars in gambling losses which was on the sports center ticker last night that's fucking tough that's fucking tough to have the on the sports center ticker last night um a lot of controversy on the pga tour right now over the saudi league uh sergio trying to dip out to the saudi league which I don't know how I feel about all this shit. It's a bunch of wild shit going on, bro. Um, I know you want to go. I, I know you got to go, so I won't take up any more of your time with my random rants. But just crazy to see all these things going on other than NBA playoffs when I've just been mainly following NBA playoffs because the NBA is going to be over in fucking a month. So it's like, damn, I'm trying to yeah, watch. I'm betting on the NBA. Like, I'm, 
trying to watch the NBA because it's going to be over soon. Then I'll be just praying and begging for the NFL, which, lot you know, really good offseason stuff for the NFL, really. A lot of good shakeups for a lot of different teams. And I think the Giants had a great draft, and they've had a good offseason with bringing in a new head coach and GM. So I'm, I'm hyped about the NFL season for sure. Uh, but that's a long wait. Um, so just interesting, all these other yeah. things going on in and sports uh, for me and all these other things you got to try and fill in to watch, which, yeah, I'll probably be checking some of the NHL playoffs, like, Whatever, there's going to be more baseball games on because that's when baseball really cranks up when NBA shuts down, uh, stealing over ESPN and TNT and whatnot. So, yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. I mean, the good thing about I'm just enjoying the, the NBA, NBA while I can, pulls. brother. And I hope these good games go, NBA these series are better, bro. After, I... the final, after the finals ends, like a week later, it's the draft lottery. A week later, it's the draft. Last day of June, June 30th is when yeah, the it's pretty quick. Yeah. opens up, so... NBA's always got stuff going on. I'll start doing all my stupid best ball drafts that I did last year for the NFL once the NBA is over since the draft uh, NFL drafts already happened. But, yeah, it's always a sad time once the NBA ends, and I have to, I guess, just shift to looking at NFL stuff. Yeah. I do like, I'll do another – I do the first week of baseball, and then I do like a week of baseball when NBA ends, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I <laughs> – I prefer to wait for the baseball playoffs, which I'll be watching the NHL playoffs, honestly. Like, And I think it pretty much ends when the NBA playoffs ends. So it's like a combination of yep. catching those in between. It's like shit, yeah. guess I'm switching over to the match and watching some golf and hopefully potting more, <laughs> playing more golf, enjoying the war- warmer weather, which we haven't had much of, but at least it's finally warming up a little bit. All right, brother. Thanks for stopping through. Uh, hopefully we'll catch up next week sometime. For sure. Got to try and get Chew over soon. Peace. Richie Dingbat. I would have ripped through some solo catching up, but got some other stuff to do today. So I'll have to save that for next time. I had to wait around. Rich was busy at work today and wanted him to come through and talk a little bit about that suspension for sure because that had me fired up. I feel like a lot of stuff gets me fired up right now when it comes to the sports talk, but it's tough to kind of come through and have something without producing it. Plenty of time to do so and plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, Just so different for me now with how things have gone and perspective has really changed and all that for me. And I try and grind and get more people checking out what I'm doing here in my podcast and you know, it's different ways to do that, and I've been trying different things, and I've been trying different things because I'm always trying to change and learn and grow and adapt, and it's really all about your ambition and passion, and for some people that burns out a lot quicker than others, and for some people that never burns out, um, I'm driving, striving to play some good golf this summer, so I've been working on my game there, hitting some balls, playing a lot more golf. Watching all the sports takes up a lot of my time. On top of the fact that I got to work with how things are going on with the prices and whatnot, which is a real-ass thing, on top of the pandemic, on top of, obviously, other things outside of our control that are impacting us every day. And then all the things that I'm dealing with in my own mind, I saw posts that I needed to shout out that, 85% of our life is spent living in our head, so hopefully it's a good place. Um, I feel that on the real, uh, where I spend a lot of time, not only alone, but in my own head. And before I met my girlfriend, that has kind of given me something to look forward to throughout the day. 
obviously my dog and my podcast. On top of all that, it's tough when a week like Mother's Day comes around. Shout out to all those mothers out there and all those strong women with what I've been seeing going on with uh, their situation with abortion laws, which as a man, I have nothing to even say about because to me, that I don't even know anything to say about that. Uh, I do have something to say about Brittany Griner uh, and trying to get her back from her detention in Russia, but she's been over 80 days now that no one's talking about. The NBA is putting low, WNBA is putting logos on their court as they're about to start up their season. Uh, but the M- WNBA has been dealing with a lot of issues as well in terms of uh, being able to pay their players and keep their players and keep their league going. And, you know, they're taking this fine money from these guys that they should be taking more of in the NBA. And the NBA has got plenty of the money where they should be helping out the WNBA, man. And more people, including Joe Biden, who I saw get some other person out of Russia, should be trying to get people that are wrongfully detained, U.S. citizens in Russia. Obviously, it's a crazy time right now, but that is all crazy to me. I originally said when this happened, this was a tough time to go through, and no one really talking about any of that stuff. Uh, It's more about the classic cliche and predictions and all this random bull jive when you could be talking a little bit bit more about the things that are actually also happening in sports that I think are more real life and that are more not so just to entertain people because that's really all it's about now just trying to entertain and keep up those views and those follows and all things that everyone's trying to do make money keep a good following have good content. I dig all that. Um, I just feel like there can't be all people doing that that are all in a good place and all do good things and all are not struggling because there's got to be plenty of people out there that are feeling that and either potting or not potting. And be that as a man, man, with just everything going on and the perspective and all that for me with passion and sports, it's got all kind of crazy for. For me since I started podcasting and I still continue to do it because I do love to do it and I do appreciate everybody that comes through and follows along and checks out the podcast much love hopefully I'll be back soon appreciate all love you're listening to Seggy Station that's all I have for the airwaves today appreciate all listening as always and as always still have no shame what I had to say just a man with a nickname Till next time everybody peace and love stay safe out there you're listening to Seggy Station